Welcome to The Trenches. I'm Sam Mays. Before we get started the podcast, I've got some very special people to thank. MidFirst Bank, Oklahoma Ford Dealers, Laser Light Skin Clinic, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, Fire Lake Casino, and Lock Supply. And remember, drive into your best in Oklahoma Ford Dealers today for the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. This is In the Trenches, and I am Sam Mays. Big thank you for you guys for joining me today, as we have a ton to talk about in regards to the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Bedlam is over, and the Cowboys are victorious. And uh, what's incredible is they are on the path to potentially a Big 12 championship. Anybody watching this team in the first four games of the season would have never guessed Oklahoma State would find themselves in this position, including myself, watching South Alabama beat them in the worst loss in 20 years at home. Then you go up to Ames, Iowa, you get beat up by the Cyclones there on the road. And then there's just been this stretch of improvement game after game after game. Get to last weekend. It's Oklahoma State. It's Oklahoma. It's the final Bedlam game in Stillwater, Oklahoma. The crowd was bigger and better than it's ever been in Stillwater. The atmosphere was everything that you love about college football. The bands, the fans, the cheerleaders, the food. It was just this iconic vision of what this great game is. If you're a college football fan and Stillwater last weekend, everything that you love about college football was there, was present, including a fan base that is extremely educated and they absolutely understood the assignment in regards to being loud, crazy, boisterous, doing all the chants, the cheers. Oklahoma struggled in the in the conditions of Boone Pickens on Saturday. So unbelievable performance by the Oklahoma State faithful. And I was so happy that uh, my fiance and I were able to get up there and check it out, take it on in. Uh, obviously, I've got a couple of Bedlam wins underneath my belt. So to see a, another one in Stillwater for the final game was uh, pretty amazing. And I didn't know that I was going to feel as emotional about it as I did, but it was awesome to watch the Cowboys go to work. You know, I've got to mention, um, I'll say this. Mike Gundy is some sort of weird genius when it comes to being able to improve within a season. You know, for anybody who watches these podcasts, you know, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of, of Mike Gundy and some of the decisions that he's made over the years. But you have to give the guy credit. What he's done has been masterful. Like you're talking potential coach of the year uh, candidate. And I'm not talking about just in this conference. I'm talking across the board in the country. Uh, going from the start that he had to where he's at now was incredible. And we look at the rest of the schedule, UCF, Houston, BYU, you know, those are games that Oklahoma State should win. There's no question about it. But I do wonder, you know, the post-Bedlam mindset. You're You're riding high. Uh, things are going well. Your team is getting better. Ollie Gordon's on the Heisman watch list. Alan Bowman potentially had his best game of the season. Uh, you know, like I said, you look at the rest of the schedule and there's no juggernaut there. Is it enough to keep this team focused? Right? That's the question. I saw some people upset on social media about UCF being uh, a two and a half point dog to Oklahoma State. Like, why aren't the Cowboys favored more than that? And you know the reality of the situation is Oklahoma State's got statistically the worst defense in the league, right? I mean, literally, by total defense, it's the worst one in the league. They gave up 492 yards last weekend to the Sooners uh, in a game where, you know, they ended up finding a way to get it done, finding a way to win, but it's not like they necessarily stopped them a bunch. They made a bunch of key plays. Oklahoma also turned the ball over at least twice on their own. 
uh, to Oklahoma State. It was just a weird game, weird dynamic. And you wonder if there's this false sense of confidence defensively coming into these remaining games against a UCF who offensively, those dudes have put up some yards, right? Their quarterback is back, John Plumley. They got a good uh, little tailback there and, and RJ Harvey that does a great job who's got how about a 900-yard season? I mean, they, they've got some dudes that can absolutely handle the rock and do some things in space. So I am a little concerned that that post-Bedlam mindset, that uh, we are a great football team, and they should be feeling themselves. There's no doubt about it. But you've got to stay humble as you can going into the remainder of these games because on any given Saturday, Oklahoma State can lose a game, period. End of conversation. Oklahoma State is not one of the top 10 teams in the country as far as their roster is concerned. How they win games is great team football, being opportunistic when they can, take advantage, take advantage of, uh, of your opponent's mistakes, and obviously don't have any mistakes on your own end. And I feel like they've been playing pretty penalty-free football uh, in regards to what you're seeing around the country. So it'll be extremely important for Oklahoma State to keep that post-Bedlam mindset focused down the road on the big picture, making sure that you are getting those mental reps and preparing the way that you would prepare for Bedlam each and every week, no matter if it's UCF, Houston, or BYU you're looking at. As far as UCF is concerned, I mentioned the Cowboys being favored by two and a half. I like this line. I'm, I would pick Oklahoma State to win this game. I think Ollie Gordon is going to bounce his head off the goalpost about a, five times in this game. I, UCF has got one of the worst run defenses in the league. I can't imagine that they will be able to keep up with Oklahoma State in the scoring department. I think the first team, the 45, probably gets this thing done. Um, so I'm not necessarily concerned about UCF. You got to give J- John Pumley some credit. You know, obviously he's had a bit of a weird season, some injuries and some things that went on that kind of kept him from being on the field and really gathering himself uh, to this point in the season. But I think each performance, he gets a little better and better. And I would tell you outside of Oklahoma last week, the Sooners or the Cowboys secondary really has been taken advantage of as far as the deep ball is concerned. I think Plumley can throw it. So um, I think this is a high-scoring game. I don't know what the over-under is, but if I had to guess, you know, I would if it was 73 or 74, I would pick the over still. I think there's going to be a ton of points scored in this one, but I do like the Cowboys. Alan Bowman, I cannot stress to you how magnificent his performance was on Saturday. That kid has got an odd throwing motion when he runs it's like he's in pain but he was as effective as you could absolutely hope he would be in a game like that and you got to give Gundy a ton of credit he knew coming into it that in order to beat Oklahoma Alan Bowman is going to have to play a huge role and he actually threw the ball more in this game than he ran it I would have never guessed that was going to be a possibility in this one so Bowman having the best game of his season and this moment, I think, also plays a big role in Oklahoma State being able to be at their very best offensively going to UCF. So those are all positive things. Last thing I want to hit, Ollie for Heisman. I come, Going into the last weekend, I would have told you that it was too late to have this conversation. Right, The last running back that won a Heisman Trophy was Derrick Henry, who had a stat line that was from Mars, uh, 1,986 yards and 23 touchdowns, won Derrick Henry his Heisman. When you look at where Ollie Gordon's at right now, 1,224 yards, 12 touchdowns, three games left. Now, you have to think, Ollie also did it, and essentially, without playing at all. I mean, he had, what, 18 carries in the first three games, I think just over 100 yards in the first three games. 
imagine if they had been given the ball like they have the rest of the season. So he'd probably have, I can feel comfortable speculating that Ollie Gordon would have another 500 yards of offense if he had been given the ball in the first three games of the season. So as far as a voting base is concerned, if I've got a Heisman vote and I'm evaluating Ollie Gordon, I'm looking at the non-con and thinking, man, if they would have fed this kid the rock, he's got another 500. So that puts him at 17-24 with three games left in the season. He absolutely would get to 2,000 yards. Now, obviously, you know, you want to see numbers are numbers. You want to see the numbers, but they shouldn't be the end-all, be-all. I would hope that any voting base would look at the caliber of player that he is and what he's accomplished this season and how he's elevated his team. Ollie Gordon took Oklahoma State out of the mud and put them into championship contention in the Big 12. It's unbelievable to watch. He's got three games left against three defenses that are susceptible to the run. I think Ollie Gordon, it's a realistic, it's a realistic number to say that he can get to 500, maybe even 550, which would put him somewhere around that 1800 yard mark, maybe another five touchdowns or so at 17 touchdowns. Is that enough to win a Heisman? I don't know, but what I do know, it's enough for Oklahoma State to promote him. And I think one of the things the Cowboys need to do, and I'm hoping to see it in the next three games, would be really start to have that Ollie for Heisman conversation. Whether he wins it or not, just putting that out into the air, right? Putting that out into the national conversation surrounding college football about Ollie Gordon potentially being a Heisman Trophy guy does nothing but raise the level of your brand, draw more eyeballs to your brand, more eyeballs to the TV set when you're watching because people want to watch Heisman Trophy guys compete. And it's going to help you recruit, right? Show the rest, show the younger generations that when you excel at Oklahoma State, when you become great at Oklahoma State, that Oklahoma State's got your back, right? Oklahoma State's going to show up for you and, and absolutely support you and do all the things necessary for you to have the best pitch possible. Because at the end of the day, this is what this is. It's a contest. It's a beauty contest, right? You've got to show yourself. Your school's got to put you in a situation where they're reaching out to the media members and this is who Ollie Gordon is and this is what his story is. And these are great graphics on social media. and Every time we're on television, there's a Ollie for Heisman something around, right? Whether it's coming in the buses or whatever it's going to take. Oklahoma State has got to promote Ollie Gordon. And I'm hoping that you'll start to see some of those things in the next three weeks um, surrounding this football team. It's just been this incredible journey. That kid is spectacular to watch. He's so much bigger in person than he looks on television. I was blown away when he came out of the tunnel. It was like, holy crap, there he is. And as he starts running down the field, I mean, he's bringing the pain and the thunder with him. Absolutely exceptional athlete Ollie Gordon is. So I wish him the best of luck moving forward, and I hope he can find a way to get himself into the Heisman Trophy conversation. But I truly hope the Oklahoma State Cowboys get behind him and give him all the support that he needs to be shiny and bright, because that's what you got to be if you want to win one of those Heismans these days. So big thank you to guys for tuning into this podcast. I know uh, some Oklahoma State fans were frustrated with me on social media this last week. The reality of it is I'm not a fan, right? I've been doing, I mean, been in the media longer now than I actually played the game of football. I'm a media member. I love watching a game of college football, covering a game of college football. My opinions are truly what I think and how I view things. Uh, so I appreciate those on social media that reached out and support. And for those who don't like what I say on social media, guess what? You can hit the unfollow button. I promise you I won't miss you. Big thank you to you guys tuning in. Hit the like, subscribe button if you like my content. I'm looking forward to doing way more of these here in the future. We got a wild ride here to finish out the Big 12 Conference. 
and hopefully Oklahoma State finds himself in the championship seat. Once again, thank you guys. Make sure you check out all my colleagues' work at selloutcrowd.com, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.